Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. This week on All of the Above with Norman Lear, Deep Star Julia Louis-Dreyfus sits down with Norman and Paul. Well, you know, there wasn't a script when I was first talking to HBO about it. There wasn't a concept. And my, my agent had said to me, listen, they're developing this thing at HBO about an unhappy vice president, an unhappy female vice president. And I thought to myself, well, I got to get in on this action because mm-hmm. it's gold and it's so amazing that nobody's done it before. Listen today on the Podcast One app or subscribe at Apple Podcasts or on PodcastOne.com. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get on mandate. Get it on. Welcome to CarCast. I'm Adam Carolla. It's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. Hello. Hello, man. Love talking about some cars. Yeah. Spent the uh, evening with Leno last yeah. night. How was that? I was going to ask about that. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Leno's. But he's uh, like, he's quirky. Like, I, he's fun, but quirky and like sometimes a little weird, but. Uh, yeah, you know, no, he's, you know what I'm saying? Like he's got that, he, not off, just ex- yeah, different. Well, he's like many comedians, you know, I think he, comedians are very interesting people. He's kind of a guy who, there's a lot of comedians that are, you know, they're comedians. Uh, it's like, you know, Ellen's a comedian, but she's private and angry. You know, so <laughs> yeah. it's kind of weird. You think, oh, it'd be a total hoot to hang out with Alan, but it probably wouldn't be. No. But, and then there are other people who are comedians like Jimmy who are fun and yeah. regular and easy. And a good wanna, cook, too, which I good, like. Good cook and uh, just wants to <laughs> what he wants barbecue. barbecue and play some softball <laughs> yeah. like, and like hang. Good, yeah, yeah, good yeah. hang, you know. But Jay's like a. He can't sit still, and he's like a little fidgety. And like when we go over there for like a movie night, like he's 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 vibrating, like he's always moving. <laughs> yeah. Well, he uh, let's see. So he showed up. He was sweet. He uh, he showed up. He didn't drive anything exotic. I I told everyone, you know, no Duesenbergs or steam powered Stanley steamers because he's got to get from his shop in Burbank over the hill in L.A. Yeah. And. Even Jay doesn't want to drive, you know, something with wooden spokes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you got to go on the one. The problem is, if you, you know? asked him, he would do it. <clears throat> right. He's a sweet guy, and he would do it. And he would, you know, it would suck for him to do it. No, he he is, and and he would he's sweet, and he showed. Now the thing about Jay that's great is he's doing he's doing jokes, a routine for the audience in between. Each stop down. So, you know, we we tape the show to real time. Yeah. It takes an hour. And the commercials is, are to real time. Adam Carolla and Friends build stuff live, by the right. way. This is what we're talking about. Adam, right. Jay's going to be right. on that. Yeah. This uh, this uh, Monday yeah. at uh, 11 o'clock, 10 Central on Spike. So Jay's going to be on it. And it's the last, uh, was the last, last of season the season. Finale, yeah. And so Jay's in between, you know, in between sets – People are usually either talking to me or, or builds. You know, we're build. We're, you know, so you go, yeah, you do a seven, eight, nine minute segment, and then you have a five minute commercial break. And the five minute commercial breaks are two time. Yeah, so because it's live, because it's a live show. So yeah, there's no they they it, it, it's not live. Like a, it's, it's live to tape, as yeah. they call it now. But whatever it is, I, I don't ask me. But they just keep those. They keep the show timed out. Sure. So they can time the show. 
because it's hard to time the show out or it makes it's one more thing to factor in. So just make the commercial breaks, whatever they're going to be on TV. Yeah. So it's five minutes or four minutes or whatever it is. And if you're Joel McHale or Jimmy Kimmel or whoever else, Adam Sandler, we've had on the show, you either build during that period of time, if you're into it, yeah, or you come over and talk to me, or you uh, deal with you know your, your people. You know, these people travel around with the hair and the makeup person, sure. and then they got their person, and their person comes up to them, and one person's dabbing stuff on their upper lip, and the other person's smoothing some hair out, and the other person's yeah. handing them a Blackberry, and they're da 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 and they're yeah, handing yeah. it back. where do I go next, and how do I, you know, where, you know, what... All kinds of stuff. Yeah, or they're just standing, ready for the or, next just, or it's just me and Jimmy just standing there and just talking. Leno has got the mic from the warm up guy and is just <laughs> telling jokes. Yeah, like and it's and it's like if they're not even like, hey, where are you from? I mean, no, he's doing jokes. Yeah, he's talking about hey, here's my mom's favorite joke from back in the day. Here's a new joke. You know, he yeah, he is the warm up guy. <laughs> I love that because there's a. A couple of bleachers filled with human beings, yeah. and then there's Jay Leno, and he's standing there. So give me the mic, yeah, and I'm going to tell some jokes, and that's what he does. And like when you're done, the thing ended up with this sort of makeshift go kart race kind of thing. And the thing's great about Jay is a lot of celebrities. If you said, "Look, you're going to get in this piece of shit go kart and go down this hill," yeah, that. Uh, Adam's jack-off buddy built from uh, junior high and uh, the other guy you don't know built there'd be some like w- how fast where yeah or is there a break why like, did my people tell is, me about is this? this thing safe like <laughs> yeah. w- what are we doing here uh not Jay sounds good yeah and it's like okay good so um then uh then Jay came out and uh, Jay just did what Jay does. And he's great. He's great on his feet. He's busting my chops. I mean, it, it's a fun... You do yeah. realize when you're out there with someone who's been doing this for 40 years and who's never missed a day yeah, and is just good on their feet, like knows an audience, gauges an audience, plays an audience. It's not the same as having this guy who's really funny on... Uh, you know, it's always sunny in Philadelphia or something. You go, that guy's super funny. Yeah, but he doesn't have 200,000 hours logged of live shows of standing in front of a group and yeah. all different groups. Yeah. Starting off in bowling alleys, then going to corporate gigs, you know, then going to casinos and then, uh, you know, in yeah. the studio. Like Jay has. And still does it. Still on the road doing corporate gigs and doing. Yeah. Like. And he works a lot. And he uh, <laughs> he he was uh, and he when we were all leaving out into the parking lot to go do the f- finale race, Jay was standing there taking pictures with everyone, talking to everybody and whatever. And I just said, uh, saying to Mike August on the way out, I said, uh, I was on the phone with him. I said, uh, Jay, he's such a friendly guy. Comes up there, everyone does everything, and I just said. He doesn't need to be loved, but he needs to be liked. <laughs> and I don't think he wants you to love him, but he wants you to like him. Yeah. And that's why he just bends over backwards to be super friendly to all the staff. All, And he also realizes that word of mouth is everything. Like, if you ever go, hey, ever worked with uh, Jeremy Piven? Yeah, that guy's a douchebag. 
That's what people say that like immediately. <laughs> and if they go, hey, ever work with, Ke- you ever work with the uh, Leno? They'll go, oh yeah, that guy's, yeah, yeah, yeah it's the best. It's, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. And that's I what see. he, that's what yeah. he wants. That's what he wants to yeah. emanate out there. He made his hamburgers. That's right. I, I, Last time I heard it. Okay, place. so I got a question for you. When you when you were going into this show and you were doing like this uh, go kart so, soapbox derby kind of thing, now on the car show years ago, yeah, that didn't go well when no. you when you did the Red Bull thing. No. I don't I don't think that there's a YouTube clip for that you can check. There is, is. but uh, so what made you decide to do this again? The, like you came in last time with like some road rash and some wounds. Basically, like half one side of your body, leg, hip, there was damage. There was damage done. Well, what what happened last <laughs> time with the uh, Red Bull? Everyone's going to need a tetanus shot competition they had over in uh, May of 2011. First off, the timing couldn't have been worse. <laughs> you, you can't make any of this stuff up. <laughs> I on May 11th, uh, 2011, or May whatever, 2011, 24th, or I think it was like the. I think it was like 21st. a day or two. It was before my birthday a little bit, which is on the 27th. Okay, 21st. I had sold out the Will Turn Theater, which is a big deal for me because I, I grew up out here and Will Turn on rare occasion. I'd go see a concert or something there. Yeah. But it was a big deal that I've, I would never be playing the Will Turn Theater. I'd be going to watch David Bowie there or something, but I'd never play it. Yeah, you know? yeah, but so the idea... That this place, like, you know, I did earthquake rehab two blocks away on Normandy and would see the <laughs> will turn and go, you know, see the marquee with the names yeah. up there and go like, I never, <laughs> you got to go back to this crazy man's bathroom, put tile up, <laughs> you know. So it was pretty interesting to me that I could even just, just do that. But I was doing the uh, car show, which was not well produced. And they pick this day, like, hey, they're doing the, uh, the, the, the Red Bull Gergenschlocker. And, uh, it's, it's, it's a race through downtown LA, uh, on, on these, uh, you know, soapbox derby cars. And everyone yeah. does a crazy one, you yeah. know? And I said, okay, uh, when is it? And they're like, uh, oh, it's the afternoon of this thing. And I was kind of <laughs> like, Geez, I hate to work before I work, you know, and, yeah. and it's also, it's nice on big nights with lots of comedy and lots of stuff to go over. It's, it's always just nice to have some quiet, you know, the best thing just you can focus do. Focus a little bit. Best, yeah, thing you can, a little bit. best thing you can do is about one o'clock that day, take the dog or anything or yourself, depending on what city you're in, just take a nice walk. Yeah. Just literally like put some earbuds in, put some classical music in, just take a nice long walk. You're not going over what you're saying or anything, but it's kind of there, and you're right. kind of sh- you're mixing some orders and some material around. But for me, just a nice long walk with the earbuds and some classical music is probably how I like that. And then at some point, you catch a nap about four okay. in the afternoon. You get up and you kind of recharge everything. Maybe even like skip some rope for twenty minutes, like get, get like the juices flowing, take a shower, and then get dressed and go in and do it. Like that. That's yeah. the best. You'll be at your best. Okay. And I've had many, uh, drank too much on the airplane, got out and someone pushed me out on the stage, yeah. you know, those two. <laughs> and that's just a, li- and you're in a, you're in a different time zone and you're sleep deprived. That's, that's a tougher putt. Right. Because just like any of you, you're working harder to access your material and that part of your brain and blah, blah, blah. But, and, and it's a serious pivot, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like if you are, 
out here doing, like you said, like podcasts or doing whatever your job is, and you got to do like a complete pivot to go do a live show in a couple hours later, you know, or you're doing your TV show and then you got to go do the will turn. Like that's a that's a that's a pretty strong pivot to like shift gears from one to the next, you know. So you need a little bit of meditation, I guess. In between, yeah, it's nice. It's not necessary, but it helps. And uh, and I don't know. It's a, look, it's like a first date or job interview or whatever. It's like, hey, they want to put your best foot forward. Yeah, you 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 don't you know you don't go to bed hungover the night before. Get four and a half hours sleep. Get pushed out. <laughs> do do a roofing job and then meet meet the chick at the at the at the bar at eight. Like you're just not going to be at your best. Right. Okay. All right. So it's that kind of thing. But they plan this uh, Red Bull run. On Saturday, and they wanted me to do it for the for the car show. Yeah, and so I showed up, and the first thing that <laughs> I'm always amazed I'm I'm amazed at how little people want to do their jobs. <laughs> uh, Bodie made Bodie Stroud made the the hot dog. Yeah, and, that I was in with Big Five guys. The yeah. first thing I said, soapbox derby. Yeah, they said, they, but it's Red Bull, so you got to do something crazy. It's so, got to have a wacky theme or right. gimmick. So or... the first thing I said is, let's make it a tampon. Yeah. That'll be funny. And they were like, <laughs> nah. It's like, that's funny. Well, that's, I don't know. No, we talked offensive. about that. You had like a name. You had uh, uh, um, the, the the driver's name. It was, was going to be a, like a white tampon with a guy in a red driving suit. It was mm-hmm. gonna, his name is, was going to be Max Pad or Max Pad, something like that. Yeah, something. about that. Yeah. <laughs> Max Pad is pissed. <laughs> The real Max Pattis. So I, you know, and they were like, got a royalty. Of course they went with no. So, and I thought that'd be the funniest go-kart up there. But anyway, then they went with the less funny hot dog. Hot dog. All right. Which is, okay. Chili dog. So I got in the, I, I went to go examine the thing. Yeah. And first things, first thing that you notice when you get there is like, oh, this is a big old steep hill. Like, this is no joke. The, the. Yeah, the Red Bull stuff is like serious stuff. Yeah, like and it, this it's wasn't not... the TV show setup thing. This was the real Red Bull event, and the TV show happened to want to film there. Right. So the first thing you do is you hike up the long hill, and you kind of go, "Well, look, if I was on a skateboard and I just went down this hill, yeah. I'd be dead when I got to the bottom." <laughs> like it's this kind of a big hill. Yeah. And then the next thing you do is you go over to the hot dog, and. The inside, the part where you climbed in, was just jagged fiberglass. Yeah. And then everything else was just sort of jagged metal because Bodie just thrown the thing together <laughs> but in that's seconds. A, that's they, you know, they told him, like, put something together for the TV show. It's like, you know, yeah. you know we're going to push him around. No. Well, <laughs> it, the whole thing was one big sharp item inside the car. And then you start doing stuff like, Where's the brake? And it's like the brake, the the handle, it's a squeeze handle. It's on it's on the steering wheel. And you go, okay. And you grab the brake and the car just rolls. Doesn't do a thing. Yeah. It's just the brake doesn't it's cosmetic. It, it's a cosmetic brake. Do anything. So you it's go, just... look, let me let me see this uh let me see this brake here. And so you, you you see the brake, and when you see the brake, they go, Oh, you're squeezing it and the pads aren't even touching the rim. Like on a ten speed, where yeah. the thing's too low, where the tensioner's too loose. Right. So you're like, all right, we gotta get, we gotta turn the tensioner, we gotta get some stuff. Get somebody with a pair screw, of pliers get over and here. And they're like, does anyone have any tools? No, nope. we do not. 
We do not have tools. How do TV guys not have tools? Look, how do TV guys not have tools? They're bad producers. It's called being a bad producer. It's not. It's not how or who forgot or anything. It's called being a bad producer. Bad producer. I go. Is there's no anyone got a crescent wrench and pliers? We can adjust the. No, no, no. We don't have. There's probably thirty guys standing around with gaffer tape, and nobody has a pair of pliers. And I said, okay. Um. This thing looks like one big jagged mess, and this hill is steep, and these brakes at this point don't work. So where's the elbow pads? Where's the gloves? Where's the stuff I'm going to need when I, yeah. when and if I eat shit on this thing? And they're like, we don't have anything. <laughs> like, it's not our job. There's no gloves. There's no elbow pads. Like I would have brought gloves and elbow pads and shit from home, but... I just assumed you guys would bring a bunch of this shit. Like, no, I didn't have anything. So I was like, now, if you watch the, the film, I'm wearing gloves. I'm wearing, like, black. I'm wearing the gloves OJ couldn't fit into. I'm not wearing driving gloves or protective gloves. I'm wearing gloves because one guy went, uh, I got gloves in my car, but they're not really gloves. They're not for this. Yeah, and no, I was like, I use them for murder. Yeah. I was like, go get your murder gloves out of your Bronco <laughs> yeah. and bring them. And he's like, all right, I'll go get some gloves. Like, I was like, so no one brought anything. No. I, you, you could have said to me, Hey, we're not bringing anything. So if you, I have gloves, elbow, but I have equipment. Yeah. And I just didn't bring it. Well, one, I got to do the wheel turn show anyway. Uh, yeah, I would have dressed like a little league umpire if I knew that was going to be the right. case. <laughs> so I got there and I was like, somebody's got it. I think we wrangled some like needle nose pliers, which are always the last tool you want to use for yeah. anything. Uh, the, we were, and I started adjusting the brakes and working on the brakes. We got the brakes to grab a little bit and somebody went and got the got the gloves. And then I started just looking at the course and I was kind of sizing it up and I was like, and the times would come in, you know, from the 50 people that went in front of me and their yeah. time. And I'd see him breaking a little before the jump. There's like little jumps and stuff. And I sort of went, I think and the, my car had ball bearing rims and were tall, and like, a, you know, like 10 speed tires on there. And I was like, this thing's going to haul ass yeah. if I just let it go. And if I let it go, I was kind of sizing the whole thing up and I was like, I can, I can do this. I think I can set the, I can get on the pole here. Everyone else is kind of going slow and breaking too much yeah. and stuff like that. I wonder why. So I said, <laughs> uh, I, I sussed out the top part, which is just downhill, jump, downhill, jump, downhill, jump. But I was like, that's fine. I'll just go straight. And then I said to the guy, and then after this 90 banked berm thing, this big metal contraption, I was like, that seems like a tough thing to negotiate. So but then, it, it goes down and, and it has a couple of turns, and then there's like a like a up in the air kind of banked term, almost like a Hot Wheels set kind yeah, of turn, right? Right. And then after that, Bob it's just kind of turn. after that's just like a straightaway to the finish line. So I was like, if I can hit it, go through everything fast, and then slingshot around this big berm thing, I'll just go right for the finish line. I think I'm going to set the the record here. Yeah. Um, so, I, but I walked up to somebody who was setting it up or knew what they were doing or whatever. And I just said, what's the deal with this turn? And he said, uh, you know what? You just go ahead and just hit it flat out and it'll just take you and just shoot you out the other side. Just gotta, gotta kind of trust it. And it's sort of like, 
I don't know when you do uh, when you do Fontana. You know, you go, oh boy, coming up on the bank, and it's like, don't lift, just stay on it. You know, yeah, yeah. I want to lift. No, no, stay on it. You'll just be stuck to it, and you'll just go around it. And it's like, all right, and and it's scary, but sure enough, they're right. You know, yeah. so you you listen to those guys. And I he did. built the entire track with needle nose pliers. That was all that was available. <laughs> and uh, I went through the top part, and I was like zigzagging, going over jumps, and making good time. And then came time for this big metal berm, and I was just like, "Well, the guy said just hit it flat. So far, so good. So far, so good. Just hit it flat out, and you just get slingshotted out of the uh, out of the other side." I'll tell you what happened first. I'll tell you about Rich Uncles. Rich Uncles. I'm a big fan of richuncles.com. I invested in one of their REITs. It's a real estate investment trust. I've been getting cash dividends ever since, just like they outlined. I know uh, many of our listeners have been very satisfied investing with Rich Uncles. Mmm. Oh, <laughs> funny here. It says inventing with Rich Uncles, but I bet they've been investing. That's what I think. That's where the real money is. <laughs> <laughs> you got to invent or something. If you invent it. Yeah. Rich uncles. And uh, our fans like it. I like it. Why not? The bank's given, I don't know, one and a half percent on a T-bill. These guys are much more like they're averaging about 7%. So why not? All right. Here's how smart they are. They're checking for interest in a proposed REIT for student housing. Simple student housing. Parents pay for it. Why not you keep the money smart so they're going to get facilities all around the country in major colleges and universities if you're interested go to richuncles.com express your interest in the rich uncle student housing rate it's a reggae tier two offering that's richuncles.com or give them a call 855 rich uncles Rich Uncle Student Housing Reed is seeking indications of interest concerning its Reggae Tier 2 securities offering. Any indication of interest involves no obligation or commitment of any kind. No money or other consideration is being solicited, and if sent in response will not be accepted. No sales will be made or commitments to purchase accepted until the offering statement is qualified. This media outlet is being paid under $15,000 by Rich Uncles for this single message. So, uh, true to my words, and true to this guy's words, I just hit this big metal berm. Goes up about eight feet, maybe ten feet. Yeah, I just hit it flat out. I'd been at the top of the hill. I never touched a break. I just went. Okay. I'm just going for it. And my my big shortcoming is, and the asswipe I was talking to, they didn't say like kind of swing it out a little and start to break in a little toward it. Just just hit it. You know, he was, yeah. he was like just hit it. And as I realized uh, too late, the way I hit it was a little straight on and a little inside. And if I just swung it out a little and then brought it back, yeah. I probably could have made it. But he didn't say anything like that. No. He no. just said, just hit it straight on and hit it wide open. And uh, sure enough, I did. And I, the first half of the turn was fine. <laughs> but when I got to the second part of the turn, I realized it was just shooting me out the top of it. And there's a picture of me shooting out the top yeah. of it. But what you can't see is the You look thing, fine. You look happy. The thing is eight feet tall. Like, I'm, there's a lot of real estate underneath me. The way that the thing is kind of cropped out. But if you get a shot of the thing, it's on, a, it's on video somewhere. Uh, I was up high and then just got splatted and slid. If you look at the actual berm, the berm is... Wow, you guys want to see this, check out carcastshow.com. The berm is 10 feet high, and I just got thrown on the ground and dragged. You went up high, and then you hung a wheel over that edge. And that's what 
that screwed everything up from there. Then and, you just and fell. then I just went dragging on the asphalt across the other side with my hip dragging against the side of the jagged uh, fiberglass and my elbow just slowing me down on the on the dirt. Gotta stop somehow. Yeah, might as well use flesh. Yeah, thank God I had a show to do that night. How'd that go? I, as I recall, it was a good show, but man, my my hip had a four huge five, bruise four, on it. Five, my arm was uh, all Advil and uh, gassed uh, up. Cocktail, and you're ready to go. Uh, I had so much road rash in my life that I I had and I took about a 25 years off. <laughs> but when I was back, it just kind of felt familiar. <laughs> it all came rushing back. So I tried to explain to my I was trying to explain <laughs> to Sonny last night because he's talking about playing tackle football, and I was just like. Look, I, I don't know what to tell you. I played seven years of Pop Warner. Like everyone, all, everyone in his class is worried about breaking bones, concussions, whatever. And yeah. it's just like, I don't know what to tell you, brother. <laughs> I, I did seven years of organized football, organized padded tackle football yeah. before I got to high school. So you know, I would have been in my fourth season at your age. So, and you guys are all worried about who's going to dislocate a pinky. And I'm like, I got no, I got no news for you other than every kid should get a dislocated pinky. I, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. You know, what's really crazy is every day I ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You know how oh, much gluten that is? And the peanuts. What about the allergies? The peanut allergies and gluten? Oh, Couldn't get away with that now. I don't use the word hero that often. Hey, <laughs> Matt, 42 from Houston. Going on, yes, sir. How you doing? Good, man. Great, great. Um, got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, my lady is looking to buy a Jeep Grand Cherokee SRT8. Uh-huh. Nice. And we found a 2014 for about fifty. Okay, fifty thousand uh, mm-hmm. dollars. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. With thirty thousand miles on it, um, and but you know we can snag a seventeen for about. 70. And I know 20 grand is a big deal, but if you're going to buy a performance, my question is do you need. Um, what are your thoughts on buying a performance vehicle? You buy it used with a little work on it, or because anything after like 98, I can't touch. Yeah. Well, by the way, keep in mind that very soon that Jeep SRT8 is going to have the Hellcat engine in it. They've already announced Uh-oh. that. So there's a 707 horsepower version that does like zero to sixty in three seconds. So. I was uh, right. That's going to have the Hellcat, but not like four seventy uh, right now. Yeah, Hellcat, but not the Demon. Not no, not the not the Demon. Okay, the Demon's eight something. Yeah, it's like eight forty, eight fifty horsepower. The, the uh, do you guys believe it'll be around the same price point or no? I think Have they said anything about that. I think there's probably going to be a little bit of a price increase for. Here's the thing: if they do an SRT8 with with the engine that's in it now and a Hellcat version, there's going to be a premium. But if they get rid of the SRT8 current horsepower and they just go to the Hellcat version or, or whatever they're calling it, uh, Trackhawk, Trackhawk, something yeah, like that, 850. Then I'm, I'm not the, quite the sure. The Demon's 850, but by the way. I, I did talk to uh, uh, the guys from from Dodge long ago, and they've been trying hard to bring the cost down of that truck, but it's tough mm-hmm. because they wanted to have the luxury items and the nice seats and stuff like that, and, right. and yeah. all-wheel drive. It's an expensive thing to make. I uh, was hanging, when I did the Toyota Grand Prix, I don't know, third one, 
I think uh, it was me and Tony Hawk and um, uh, Keanu Reeves and a couple other dudes, and we're like, wow. we're hanging around the hotel, and we're like, yeah. we want ribs, <laughs> and uh, we want barbecue. Who wants barbecue? And like, we all wanted barbecue. So Tony, who was driving at the time, I think it was the Jeep, but it was like breathed on by Venom or something like that, or one of those uh, Hennessy Venom. Yeah, Venom, it was like, yeah. I think it was it, 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 before something all like of that. this. Yeah. I think you could get like the Jeep Cherokee Hennessy or something. Yeah, and I think he had the Jeep Cherokee Hennessy. And me and him and Keanu Reeves, and I can't remember who else, but we just went out and just ripped place. And I remember Tony <laughs> drove. Got to figure out who's paying there, you know. Yeah. But, uh, oh, there he is. Yeah. That's a that's him. We got a picture of him. Is he is he driving a Hennessy? Uh, yeah. Upgraded by Hennessy Performance. It's a 2008 Grand Cherokee Jeep SRT8. Yeah. So he, so he had the SRT8. What year is it, sorry? 2008. So... The SRT8 goes back to 2008 or even before? Yeah, before. And that's a previous body. I think we're like 30 body styles in on, on the on the SRT8 the truck. Yeah, and a lot more fancy yeah. things. I would be curious what any of those Hennessy's floating around were going for. If they're, yeah. uh, You probably couldn't talk Tony out of his, but there's got to be... A f- it's got to be someone who's got divorced. Well, w- one of the features that I did like when you, because like you said, you were looking for a used one, and I'll let you finish in a second. But uh, it, I like it with the newer, whatever is the eight-speed transmission or whatever they put into it, because the previous transmission just it wasn't that great, and the gas mileage was even shittier than you would expect. Right. So, oh wow. Uh, okay. So well, make sure you get whatever the eight speed, right, and hold then on. you got to keep your foot out of Forget it. Forget about the. Ex- <laughs> all right. Let's let's just put gas aside. Thank God you live in Houston, not in SoCal. Pay an extra buck seventy-five <laughs> sure. a gallon yeah. here, but you, you can't even dream of gas mileage of any kind with this vehicle. With with, with that I, much oh, power, no, 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 and no, no you're not. And I, listen, I love I love your wife for being into this, and I, I'll say this. Um, speaking of this, so uh, I, I was uh, talking to Leno last night, and he's going to receive. His new Ford GT on Monday. Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's coming to a shop on Monday. Uh, color scheme. Ooh, an exclusive car cast. Breaking news. Oh, yeah. There uh, we go. Black with an orange stripe, and in the interior is black and orange, too. And I said, okay. that's, that's yeah. really cool. Because it's, a, you know, g- the Gulf livery is a little obnoxious, and it's like, it's, it's a little bit fucked yeah. out, and it's a little bit, oh, boy, been there and done that, and all that. And this has a little nod to the Gulf livery, but the orange on the black, yeah. with the black, black with the orange stripe in it, and I can kind of picture the interior already. This sounds yeah. uh, pretty bitching. So... I'm picturing some of his other Fords, his, you know, his 65 GT350 white with the blue stripe. And I think he has a red Ford GT with white stripe. You're right. Right. Yeah. You know, so red black. or white, but yeah. Yeah. With the, but anyway, so uh, now, wh- the reason I bring that up, well, mainly to name drop after I'm done with Keanu and Tony. Yeah. I got to drop Jason. <laughs> of course. But Let me also to say, Hold on. this is a modern day classic. That's going to be worth more than he paid for it. If he paid, in fact, he paid it all. Yeah, it's going to be worth more ten years from now. So, does yeah, in two years? From what now. Now, now? So, in the past, in the past, before this, we're living in a time where you just 
bought a brand new loaded whatever, and it was just worth a quarter as much uh, yeah. four, seven years later, right? I mean, you, you watch Barrett and Meekum and all that kind of stuff, and you see Aston Martins, you yeah, see Bentley. Bentleys, tons of Bentleys, you know, loaded Bentleys passing through there for $31,000. It, it was yeah. formerly 157 you know like i mean it's pennies on the dollar and i say pennies i'm not really talking about a quarter on the dollar <laughs> yeah um so does this does this jeep sr8 does it fall into some category now well, not traditionally but but what i am saying is is matt i would do research on production numbers and if i thought they were coming up with something in the future that had that Hellcat motor and it was going to be 500 units or something like that. Yeah. I would rationalize spending that new car money. If not, I'd go with the older one. Right. Okay. okay. All right. There you go, Matt. Thanks a bunch, guys. God bless you and God bless your wife. All right. Uh, Max Apata did a uh, wonderful job. It's an interesting thing. So we always do our race footage here and we just kind of run we string it together and we we just talk over it and uh the the car people like it but i don't think the the wives like it or they're all mildly amused but it's no big whoop so i did the uh i did the show uh adam Carolla and friends build stuff live and uh it's 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 a building show it's not a car show but i like the car stuff yeah and uh but at the end, you know, it just so happens that uh, Jay Leno was coming in at the end. Yeah, you, you never said what he drove, by the way, to the show. Oh, I'm sorry. He drove something. I, it, it was a Jeep, the new Jeep, uh, not the SR, not, not the Cherokee, but the Jeep. Like a Wrangler? No, no, yeah, it's a no. Jeep. It lo- it's same as a Cherokee. Just oh yeah, yeah. okay. Like oh no, a, not like Jeep a Chrysler. It's like a Chrysler Cherokee, but it's not a Cherokee. I hadn't really. It was like Sequoia or something, but it wasn't a Sequoia. It's a weird. I was looking at it, but yeah. it wasn't. He just kind of slummed it. He was letting his other friend drive it. It's a car they got for Jay Leno's garage, like a camera oh, follow yeah, yeah, car yeah. or oh, something. Gotcha. It wasn't. Yeah. Wasn't anything. He he just took like the car. That it's still free. Yeah, yeah. But, but it was just like it was, and it's still new. I think it, it was a Chrysler, and it was a Chrysler, not a minivan or a Jeep or anything. It was like whatever Chrysler's version of the Cherokee was. I, I it had a weird name. You got to look it up, Max Pata. Yeah, like some sort of SUV. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't but even know sport now. SUV. Yeah, but and I, not the Dodge. I could have been the Dodge. It could have been the Dodge, like a Durango. What? No, not a Durango, but a. Oh, God, I had like in some other national park or something. I can't. That thing. It started with a C. I can't think of the damn name of it. Anyway, so I said, uh, you know, they're like, well, look, what rolling bit do we want to do? You know, and I said, well, Leno's here. We're doing a build off on these soapbox derby racers. And then me and Leno are going to go race the thing at the end. Yeah. And uh, and then we're taking some car questions for like Leno. So I said, I went and did this Trans Am race, and we got a lot of good footage from this Trans Am race. We should whack something together. Yeah. And they'd seen bits and pieces of it before, but it's like, it's just the way we do it. We just whack it together and just show the footage, maybe put a little music underneath it or something like that. But I said, well, look, if this is going to play for the 
chicks that are programming and going through this stuff over yeah. at Spike and the chicks that are our producers, one of the main w- women I deal with named Amanda, she's a foodie. You know what I mean? She's not interested in any right, of this stuff. Right, right, right. So I said, um, well, I'll tell you what. Let me whack it down. Let Max Pata whack it down to about 2.30, somewhere around two and a half minutes. And then let me lay over some VO. So I can let people sure. know what's going on. Here's what I'm doing. Here's where Narrating we were. it for the everyman, not for the for this show. Right. And so I said, we, we, we did a real rush job on it. We laid it all out the morning before. I had just 10 minutes in the booth to lay the stuff out. Chris just slugged it in as fast as he could because they needed it. It was real like day of. And he sent it to him like an hour before rehearsal. Yeah. Of the day show. And I, you know, Amanda and I, it's like, it's one of these things where it's like, I go, hey, this would be really cool. This is really awesome. And she's like, I don't think people know what a Hemi is, you know? And I'd be like, oh, no, guys know what a Hemi is. I've uh, never heard of a Hemi. And I've asked people and they don't really. I have another thing involving a spice rack that I like to pick. And it's like, oh, boy. And you look, this happens all the time. You get with these people. Yeah. I've had producers go, like, we're telling a joke, and we're like, you're going to be hanging out with the other hippie friends at Burning Man. And it's a 65-year-old guy. It's like, nobody knows what Burning Man is. And we're like, (laughs) everyone knows what Burning Man is. He's like, nobody knows what Burning Man is. Change the joke. And you're like, go ask it. Then, of course, he goes and asks one guy, but that guy, the way he asks it is, Hey, underling, yeah, you don't know what Burning Man is, do you? And the guy goes, uh, uh, not, no, a little, but not really. Whatever you thought. Yeah, yeah, I see, knew it. See? And then he exactly. comes back into the office and he goes, I just asked Chet. He had no idea what Burning Man was. So it's like, he was at Burning Man two years ago. Like, so there's a lot of that. Yeah. And um, so I just said, look, they're going to watch it, and then Amanda's going to come in where we're going over the prompter in this other room, and she's going to go... Uh, yeah, we watched the Willow Springs thing, and uh, we thought it was good, but we just didn't feel like it was the right um, temperature for the show. You know, you'd get some sort of loose in-between talk of yeah, like, yeah. eh, I, mean, I don't yeah. like cars, you know? <laughs> yeah. And they'll do a lot of like, we liked it, but the Spike people felt like, we, you know, if we have Jay in studio, that's gold, and we should really just stick. Jay we don't- hosts a car show. They right. know that, right? No, they know all of that, <laughs> okay. but... What they would do, what I was prepared for is we're going to show them this thing because they don't have an interest. See, people really have to make a distinction between stuff that's not interesting and stuff they're not interested in. And people don't really make a distinction, which is I'm not a big seafood fan, but I'm not going to uh, Chef Jamie Gwen's seafood place and telling everyone it sucks. (laughs) I'm just going to tell them I don't like seafood. I, I I could even say I don't like seafood, but this is, I'm told, very good seafood. Yeah. But people just go, it's no good because I don't like seafood. And you have to kind of do a thing, yeah, which yeah. is, is yes. this good or is it not good because you don't like cars? But anyway, we laid the voiceover stuff over. So she came in and I was like, okay, here we go. There will be some sort of wording that's like, oh, we just felt like it would be better to stay with Jay. And she goes, that was so interesting. I loved hearing all about and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, really? And she's like, I'd watch a show where you just went out and did these races and then just narrated over them and said what was happening. And I was like, really? And everyone's like, yeah, it was really interesting. <laughs> like, we really liked it. And these are chicks. I feel like it's a prank. I feel like this is a Jews. 
Hollywood types. Like these aren't <laughs> car people at all, and they're like found it interesting. And it wasn't like you know they normally they come in and they go, it was good. Could we get it down to two? Like they want to shrink everything or speed everything up, and they're like. So Amanda, who watches the Food Network, was like, I loved it. I thought it was really interesting. And I was like, oh, I always steer away, pardon the pun, from doing that. But it just let me let lent me to believe that uh, led me to believe that we should just lay over these VO tracks over all our stuff. So you just tell people what's going on. Yeah. And so, nice job, Max Pad. Did we find out what kind of car Leno was driving? I'm still looking at. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just. What do you got? At, Chrysler. I, I'm just looking at Chrysler Cherokee uh, competitive, like alter, alternatives. Like I'm, I'm trying everything. Uh, but you said Dodge. Go with Dodge SUV, um, and put like performance or something. Do you have that thing you whacked up, Chris? Your two and a half minute thing. Yeah. I'm going to play it. Spike must have liked it because I got an email from the lawyers going, how do I get, you know, how do I get the release for everything we just watched? Mm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. You it's know. not the journey, is it? Dodge Journey? Does that sound familiar at all? I don't think it's the journey, no. All right. We'll play that uh, thing for you. We'll talk over it a little bit. But you guys yeah. can hear it. Two and a half minutes, and it's uh, satisfying. And what you should do is we'll put it up on YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll, put, we'll post it. Um, and also check it out on Build Stuff Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah my name. This is Willow Springs Raceway, one of the fastest tracks in North America. I'll be driving in my first professional Trans Am race. This is the car. It's a Corvette C7R with 850 horsepower and a five-speed sequential transmission. It's definitely the fastest car I've ever driven. But am I scared? Hell yes! And after only one practice session, I'm heading to the grid to go up against some of the fastest professional Trans Am racers in the world. This car has a different gear pattern than any car I've ever driven, so I made a cheat sheet. Am I confident? You tell me. This happened earlier in the day during qualifying, not at race speeds, during a warm-up lap. Spin out. It's all right. So I'm feeling pretty good. All I did was blip. I got the off the track a half <laughs> lap into warm up, and all we have is a 40 lap race ahead of us. Well, we're about 30 laps into a 40 lap race. I'm starting to get comfortable, so it's time to open up this vet and see what she'll do. Here's how fast this track is. 158, and that's on turn 8. Turns out this vet is fast. Really fast. I got a little daylight on the left, and I'm going for it. After 40 laps and 100 miles, it's all over, and I ended up in third place. 
I waved to the track workers, the other drivers, and now it's time to celebrate. That's not my son. Max Zapata there. Good job. Stringing Did you it together. Get your cool shirt yet? I just I just pushed all the buttons. Adam Adam had uh, input there. <laughs> That's true. Um, no, I didn't 161 miles an hour on that straight coming out of that into turn one. Yeah, 161. Yeah, it's a fast Scooting. track. Uh, no, I did not get my cool shirt yet. <laughs> Every <laughs> time I see the picture of the car now, I keep thinking of the cool shirt. I'm not upset, but it's Lynette. Her <laughs> nose is way out of joint. She's like, where's that goddamn cool shirt? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, you're not going online and uh, going to Summit and spending 89 bucks on your own cool no. shirt. They promise you one. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, sweetie, but I don't have any control over it. And it's never happened before. And she's like, never happened before? Show me the fucking certificate for the Mac Tilton Hard Charger Award. That's right. You know, the $100 certificate. To toward, any, toward any $1,000 pedal set. <laughs> <laughs> you get, why don't they just say 10% off of anything? <laughs> Show me the $100 Mac Tilton Hard Charger Award. That you got from Fontana yeah. five years ago, and then she just <laughs> slapped me across the face and walks out of Dick. the room. <laughs> <laughs> That's her. Anyone oh, knows Lynette? They know what's going on, man. All Jeez. right, I'm going to tell you about uh, this Amsoil. Mmm, move beyond stock performance. Amsoil, synthetic motor oil. We love. Any car guy should just love motor oil. I, I realize, you know, there's uh, there's boobs and ass guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a motor oil and rim I, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like the rims. I like staring at them, putting them together, figuring out how big they are and stuff like that. Tire sizes, rims, and oil. Dish sizes, breast size. Yep. And Amsoil <laughs> is, uh, well, you don't have to be an ass man. Combines a top-tier synthetic technology with unique additives to protect up to 25,000 miles or one year between changes. Shields engines from wear and deposits on pistons, cams, uh, that leads to loss of power. So let's not do that. 75% or more engine uh, protection against uh, horsepower, horsepower loss and wear than the industry standard requires. Piston cleanliness, 93% above the industry standard. So it's tested in the field. It's tested on the track. It's tested in extreme conditions. Amsoil, A-M-S-O-I-L dot com slash CarCast for more information. Amsoil, devoted to protection. All right, let's uh, talk to Dave, uh, 44 in Tulsa. Dave? Hey, get it on, man. Thanks, man. What's going on? Well, I got a work car, and I got my personal car, and my personal car sits in the garage, and it sits and sits and... You know, I may drive it once a month. I may drive it three times a month. But I look at it and I, I think about, okay, well, the oil looks fine. But, I mean, do I need to change the oil? I mean, it could go. Am soil, man. First question, is yeah, it a Ferrari? Yeah. <laughs> if it's a Ferrari, <laughs> then the answer is different. <laughs> Negative. Okay. The 03 Monte Carlo Supersport. Oh, mm-hmm. so close. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, yeah. I mean, those, those, those other, I, you know, I, I had the uh, Aston Martin DB9. I still do. It's like, they don't tell you when you buy that car, I hope you're planning on starting it up every day. Yeah. Because if you let it sit for two <laughs> days, it won't start. And the computer will go nuts. And it's like, it, it literally, that car, the first 51 times I tried to start, it's just like, it, it doesn't start. You, you know, there's nobody more by the book on this stuff than uh, Michael Anthony. Michael Anthony, guitar player, bassist, Van Halen, chicken Bass foot. Player, yeah. That guy owns a bunch of cars, and like when he buys the Ferrari and it says, change the oil every 5,000 miles or 12 months, he will have three miles on the car. In 12 months, he will just drive it, get the oil changed. And yeah. all of his rich buddies are like, I think you don't have to do that. He's like, but the book says yes. That's uh, the publishing money, man. That's it. <laughs> hey, so, uh, Dave, I, uh, I would start the car periodically and right. i would put some good synthetic like am soil in there and synthetic i'm much more apt to let hang around uh i don't know i kind of look at it as the, the 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 old school traditional oil is organic you know what i mean and uh, things mm-hmm. that are organic and this isn't apples to apples but things that are organic uh, you know you you can leave you can leave a piece of American cheese out for a few days on your counter, but you can't leave an egg salad sandwich. Right. It's going to, like, start growing hair on it. Yeah. So this, the synthetic <laughs> stuff, I think, I, I feel like you can walk away from longer than anything that comes from the earth or that's organic. So I'd go with the synthesized, synthetic stuff, and then I would just start the car up once a week and get it to temperature. Yeah, I, okay. I wouldn't worry so much about the oil as much as I would the starting it up occasionally. Yeah, That's, and and lots of other th- fluids and other parts of the car and things of uh, yeah. that nature. Take it around the block. Now, what did we find? What the hell was Leno driving? Uh, I mean, it, uh, if you're looking at Dodge, their best SUVs are like the Durango SRT, the um, the Nitro, or, or if we're doing Chrysler, the Aspen. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> keep going. Give me the give me the Dodge Cronus. and the Chrysler r- rundown. Kronos? Uh, what was that? You got one? a couple f- photos. What or? was the Kronos? Kronos is a. Oh, it's sorry. It's inspired. Uh, the Aston was inspired by the Kronos concept. I'm I'm just reading aloud right now. All right, you keep figuring that out. Yeah, I, I went. I just went and looked at it. It was parked right next to my car, and it was a sport SUV, and it was. Chrysler, throw a couple or Dodge, photos up, and just throw a few. Yeah, so I'll I'll, uh, I'll tell you guys in between about uh, Geico. Save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance. It's easy. What do you do? Just go to Geico.com, and in fifteen minutes, you could be saving fifteen percent or more on your car insurance. Why wouldn't you do that? Little uh, little walking around money. Everybody, I'm looking yeah, at pictures, <laughs> SUVs. Nothing looks right. All right, so what do you do? You want to save money? Y'all got car insurance. Y'all got cars. Go to Geico.com. 15 minutes. You could be saving 15% or more on your car insurance. It is Geico. All right. Upper left. That's like a Durango. An SRT or a special edition or? Yeah, they do have the SRT version of that, but I feel like Adam would remember that. I would remember the SRT part, but it did look a lot like this Dodge Durango, just a lesser this the white if you show me the white version of it 
that's what it looked like. But it didn't. It didn't say Durango on the side. It said something. Said something. This is called the Dodge Durango Blacktop Crosshair Grill. Nah, uh, but it did look like that. It did look like the Durango. If you show me the white one, but I also at, it could be, you know, Dodge said J something that we've never, you know, like some special edition Durango that has we've never seen before oh, because it's J. That's J. And That's he's true. probably got, you know, cameras duct taped to the roof because he's using it as a camera car and yep. drilled some holes in it. <laughs> well, that's what it is, and that's what it was. All right. Yeah, it was a Dodge Durango, but right. uh, it said something different on the side, so it was a different type of something on the side. But anyway, it was a Dodge. Okay. Uh, you're right. All right. Uh, let's see. If you guys want to support the show, go to carcastshow.com, click through our Amazon banner, bookmark us, and all that kind of stuff. Check out uh, The 24-Hour War and uh, The Bug, a couple of good movies, and The Newman movie as well. It's available on Chassis, C-H-A-S-S-Y.com. You can also go to amcroll.com for any live shows or any stuff like that. Bar Carl's coming up with Lynette, June 24th. That's out in Seattle. Check that out. No Safe Spaces, me and Dennis Prager. And uh, Shift and Steer. Yeah. That's the podcast with uh, Matt. That's at Corolla Digital and Podcast One, all that good stuff. So... Until next time, Adam Kroll for Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. drinks comedy and music tour live music stand-up comedy and buttloads of mangria june 17th in long beach at dp Piazza's. june 22nd in fresno at sequoia brewing company and june 24th in seattle washington at showbox soto lounge with special guest comedians and bands in every city featuring loxie baby let's roll Comedy from Matt Edgar. Tickets and more information are available online at CorollaDrinks.com. The Corolla Drinks Comedy and Music Tour. In Seattle with Lynette Corolla and Ray Oldhofer. In Long Beach with Mike Dawson and the Smoking Kills. Standing in the backyard. Looking for a tree to climb. June 17th in Long Beach. June 22nd in Fresno. June 24th in Seattle. The Corolla Drinks Comedy and Music Tour with Loxie and Matt Edgar. Get your tickets now at CorollaDrinks.com.